it's more like a hobby for me. Simply, simply lovely. To the global great girls and um, we're here with our post monaco episode so let's dive right into it yes that was such an interesting weekend okay i think we should start by talking about um the free practices and the the quality because stuff happened what do you want to where do you want to start with that oh i don't know i mean i feel like practices were like it was good to see them racing there again and stuff because especially because it was a question if we were would be going back to her after this year and I think it's it's like settled now mm-hmm. if I remember that correctly yeah. but like mm-hmm. yeah it, it was nice to see them race there again the thing that like got me were um I was at a wedding um when qualifying happened so I watched half of Q1 and Q2 and like at the exact second when Q3 um, began, we were called in for like, oh, the cake thing. And I was like, okay, let's do this quick. Get cake, get out again and watch the final run. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it I, I, I couldn't because they took like, 40 minute plus to cut on the cake and then we were like the last table to get served so I missed qualifying no quality (laughs) but I think it was in fp2 that Danny crashed I was actually I was actually out I was sitting waiting for my mom outside I like sitting on stairs and I was like I saw McLaren crash I was like bro where the I was like, I got so scared. Like, yeah, that was a very scary moment. Hopefully, like, it's great that he didn't have anything. And the car was, like, repaired on time for the next day. So that was good news. Penny's <laughs> engineer asking, like, is the car okay? And then, like, um, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Yeah, I saw that, but I was like, who the fuck do you think you are just ask about your driver but apparently yeah but it it was explained later like um the broadcasters didn't show the crash so his engineer didn't know and he just saw something being very off with the car so he asked daniela hey what's up with the car basically but daniela had already crashed and so that happened but when you don't know the backstory you're like dude yeah. seriously just you just ask about the car and not the driver that just crashed it's like yeah but once you know it's it's a little bit better yeah definitely and then I think they I don't remember the beginning of the weekend to be honest I just remember the race and a bit of quality but I think there were still some yellow flags and red flags or what I yeah. remember though is that a lot of drivers were like going straight after the tunnel and at the first turn that's what caused most like the first corner that was caused the most yellow flags I've ever seen because it's like okay well let's go let's just go straight 
It's like we don't. Yeah, they took the emergency exit basically <laughs> and just time. turned their car around and. Like I, I felt like nearly each lap there was like a car that was going straight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But they were driving there for the first time with the new generation of cars, mm-hmm. so they basically just tried to not overdo it for like the first practice I think yeah and there was a lot of bouncing as well especially for the Mercedes it's like you can see them at some point like Louis got mad it's like dude seriously there's too much bouncing in here it was unbelievable because I saw a lot of like talking online and stuff from Mercedes fans and they hoped that Monaco would be a little bit better for the Mercedes because it were like a lot of slow corners. You don't have to like go full speed uh, in the straights the whole time. Um, so not a lot of bouncing. That was the theory, but that obviously didn't work out. <laughs> it was it was so bad to see. Yeah. I luckily was able, I was like flipping through the channels one morning because I was staying in a hotel all weekend to visit my grandmother for, I don't know, the first time in three years. I can't do math. Um, But despite that, the whole weekend, I was like, I'm missing Monaco. I'm missing Monaco, which is a horrible mindset to have when I'm visiting a dear family member. But that's all I was thinking about. And I was like flipping through the channels in a hotel room. And I was like, free practice too right there like a godsend I was like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. oh my god it was amazing I only got to watch like 20 minutes of it but I did end up seeing Danny's crash and I was like oh that was Mm -hmm. like one of the few things I got to see throughout the weekend before I got home and watched an like a, a marathon of Monaco yeah I mean so that was that um apparently Zach Brown all like said a couple of times this weekend that there would be a uh, way to uh, kick Danny out if he doesn't perform well like you know a thing in a contract Mm -hmm. um, if he underperforms and Danny put FEA on his helmet for this weekend so I think that's a little message but it only got him P14 so I'm trying to visualize FBA. <laughs> Wait, what does it stand for? Come all. Okay, that's what I thought, but I was like, okay, okay that yeah. makes sense. I was like overthinking yeah. that way too much. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's come all. Um, according to Urban Dictionary, like we don't know if it has like some special meaning to him like oh, no, knowing it's, him it's probably small mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i feel like knowing <laughs> Danny, Gamal is a special meaning for him true <laughs> well then we got to race day obviously and ah! i'm so excited <laughs> you were there lily tell us about there. it just warning i didn't have any tickets so i'm just super happy of the amount of things that I got to live and that I got to see without any tickets. So yeah, I have the, the like, I can, I can say how it was during the race at Monaco. So it's, that's so exciting. Well, 
but it started raining yeah. um and we had the like start start suspended for like i don't know five minutes or something and then it came on again and i was like no i i, <laughs> oh, I think oh. i've seen this film before and i didn't I did like it <laughs> Like at first, I think on Saturday there were they said that it was a thunderstorm coming, or they were planned like they were broadcasting, uh, forecasting a thunderstorm and a bit of rain, just a bit of rain on Sunday. Just I can tell you that was not just a few drops of rain. It was a full shower. It was even worse than a shower. I swear, it was horrible, <laughs> but very fun. <laughs> so. Yeah, obviously, session suspended for, like, I think 15, 20 minutes. And then we got formation lap behind safety car. But they did two laps. So, um, well, they did start a second lap. And that lap uh, started the clock for the two-hour race. Um, Because you can do more than one formation lap. But... Um, it um, like it takes something off of the race distance, so obviously the event was counted as starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were forty minutes of nothing, waiting under yeah. the rain, being freezing cold. <laughs> it was not only the rain; it was also a power cut in Monaco. So really? the the lights, the starting lights and stuff, that's why we didn't get a standing start even after it stopped raining. Mm. Um, oh. Lights were, were off. Um, I didn't know that. But yeah. You I, well, you need to read the ABCDF1 if you want to know something like that because I did write it in there. It's on our Instagram every Monday after race. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> not doing that right now. Same. <laughs> but yeah um so and I remember I was at my neighbor's I'm gonna post a picture on our Instagram of that place someday because he has like the full race simulator no not simulator but you know what I mean the f1 stuff (laughs) with the proper steering wheel and a big fat tv screen and he even big big bonus points he even had um like kids toys for the kids to play there while we watched and I remember just saying like, um, why did why why can't we like do a rolling start uh, standing start? We got like ten standing starts in in Baku last year. Or at least it felt like that. <laughs> um, and now we don't even get one. It's f- dry. But yeah, the lights were out, and they couldn't be restarted. It really sent lights out. Yeah, <laughs> they just stopped the away we go part. <laughs> didn't finish the statement but yeah we were just standing under the rain and luckily I had my umbrella because I was like yeah you know whatever I have food I have water I have my umbrella we just never know and I'm so glad that we did because it started you know we could see the clouds coming I was like all right okay just as as long as you stay away from us it's okay then a few drops were like nah you know it's just a few drops as they were planning is not nothing to worry about and then all of a sudden like a shower is like was like what and you could see everyone panicking it's like what 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 is going on and so at some point um some guys in front of us took their shirts off 
because like <laughs> I mean they were wet so they could do this with their shirts I was like I might as well take my shirt off it's like okay oh my god it's starting to rain quick yeah <laughs> take off your shirt <laughs> that's I swear that's nearly the first thing that they did once it started raining <laughs> oh my god that's like that's describing all men they're like let's take a shower boys <laughs> yeah hey, imagine if we hide. would do that like we would be called whores oh I you know what i mean be. yeah hey in my, the city i live in it is completely elite wait no it is completely legal for me to go topless really it may not be safe to but it's <laughs> legal yeah I, I mean, am not even allowed to uh, drive my car in like a bra thing. Not even that. I have wait, to so work. Like, that's so if weird. I were to wear a bralette driving. Yeah, no, that's okay. But you like okay. cannot be like such a tiny thing or even topless because that's called a distraction. But of course, my husband is absolutely allowed to drive topless. Oh my God. We're gonna fight some. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I want to drive topless because the only I would probably get the sunburn on my nipples, but still, <laughs> like I oh, I want to be able to. Mm -hmm. Like, what is that the argument? Yeah, but when you're at a red light and the car next to you is looking at your boobs, you might distract them. Well, like, I think I guess technically, depending on your on your height, it just stops there. No. Like, no, I'm yeah, like too short. Boobs? Nobody would see my boobs. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit taller, so I think you could see my boobs, especially if it's not like a drive-by thing, but like standing at a red light. You yeah. know what I mean? You you could definitely, if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm offering to show you my boobs. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, physically, you would be able to see them. Theoretically, you could. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, back let's go to the back. Race. <laughs> um, back to the race. I feel like this one was full of uncomfortable flashbacks because not only did we get a flashback to Spa with all the rain, yeah. the like, Janice, you brought up Baku, which I don't think was uncomfortable, but what made me uncomfortable was seeing a hoss split in half. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like watching and I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch this live because I think I would have pissed my pants. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was from where I was, I didn't have any big screens. So we're just we, luckily we had the, um, the little thing like that shows if there was rain or a safety car or a red flag. And at some point we just see yellow flags. We're like, OK, what's going on? But we decided to wait a little bit. And then we saw like red flag. It was like what and we rushed to like to look my, at my dad's phone and because we, um, we were watching tv at the same time to try and see what was going on on the circuit and so we saw like the replay of mix crash and I was like what and I was so scared because I thought that literally like like the exact half and I was like I thought something very, very bad happened to Mick. So luckily he was fine. You could see that he wasn't very well, okay, when he got out of the car. It was like, okay, it's not too bad. And then I saw Kevin's, Kevin's reaction. I was a bit disappointed in his reaction. It's like, oh, bro, again. It's like, I don't know, like, seriously. I don't know. It, it didn't come up right. 
for me was so weird to see because I you you saw Kevin in this like with this hand gesture and stuff and I was like oh yeah there's Kevin wait there's Kevin why is Kevin there same <laughs> like is isn't he supposed to like drive a car he racing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was my literally thoughts like oh hey there's Kevin wait why is there Kevin <laughs> Give this to Kevin. Give this to Kevin. Yeah, can give, give this to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin should be f- racing. <laughs> but he didn't, and no one told us until we crashed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had like an engine problem thing and retired. I kind of agree with you, Lily, where I was like, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way a bit. Um the over the radios I don't know if there were more people that asked but they just didn't like play the radio messages but of the ones they played on my tv the only person who like saw the crash or saw the aftermath of it and asked was Joe Guan Yu where he was like oh my god is he like okay yeah because not only did he see in his rearview mirrors but there were a lot of cars passing I was Mm -hmm. like surprised I'm hoping that more of them asked and I just didn't hear the radio messages because I don't know how you could like drive past a car that is in two distinct pieces and not ask if like whoever is okay Mm -hmm. but I like Mick you could tell sounded really confused and at first that was the first part I heard is he's like I don't know what happened and I was like you have to know what happened and then I watched it and I was like no I'm a little confused here too yeah because even on my like thing they're like it had to be the angle like he did not have enough g-force to split in half like that I was like Anyways, Charles, the main, the supposedly main star. I mean, he he finished, you know, yeah, that's the first step to victory, at least. He he, he finished fourth. I know it's, it's not the win, it's not the podium, but like, I feel like the Monaco curse is now a little bit broken, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, he can only build up from there now and get his victory next year. I'm it not jinxing it. I'm knocking on wood now. It does <laughs> suck a bit, though, because, like, with the tire strategy, you can see that if they had chosen the right strategy, like, he would have won. So I understand yeah. his frustration. Definitely. He just needs to go to the gym, get that frustration out, and he'll be good. Then he'll be like, damn, I finished fourth. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was it was a thing to see because – like calling him in and then telling him to stay out it, it, it reminded me so 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 much of that Kimi Raikkonen thing where he's like oh come in come in and then no stay out stay out stay out stay out and Kimi is like it's too late now you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it reminded me so much of that situation and I was like no and Carlos was like actively getting his tires changed and I saw um Charles coming like behind him and I was like oh my god hurry 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 up hurry up and then he's it was heartbreaking it's like it's worse because if you don't warn like I don't know at the beginning of the swimming pool s and turns then you I mean if you say okay box box and say no you have to say early enough because it's not like other circuits where you have the 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 entry line is like okay well as, you know, it's not in the rules really, but you still have the time to 
like go back on track yeah, I mean you would get a penalty for that but yeah but it's maybe not because I think Charles like a few races ago Charles crossed that line you remember uh, Max cursing I think it was Jetta yeah. uh, Max cursing the whole time he crossed the pit entry line again and no one did something so maybe well the pit lines were a discussion here as well but that comes later like in, in, in Monaco you don't have any choice I mean you turn and that's it you're already in the pit lane so it's like you don't it's like yeah. you go in or nothing or you stay out but you don't like oh I don't know you can hesitate in Monaco yeah definitely it was it it was just bad because we know double stacking is possible it's it's difficult I mean Red Bull did it right after um Ferrari mm-hmm. and they did it better that's still not like yeah i mean that's still not too good because it took like for max's uh tire change it took like 3.2 seconds Mm -hmm. um and checo only had like 2.5 i think so there was like a difference but it was okay nobody had to really wait behind the other car and stuff but yeah i mean we've seen a lot of worse tire stuff in monaco like mm-hmm. bottas last year or the danny disaster as i like to call it where they completely f-ed up oh yeah but i mean at least he was before yeah yeah but on the other side checo was oh, oh my Happy, god what do you have to say about Checo? i'm so happy i mean like i was watching the race and i was like oh free charles what a shame and then i saw that Checo was in first place and i was like oh my god oh my god Checo is in first place i was just super excited and super happy and then my dad was like oh my god he's winning and it's monaco and i was like oh my god that makes it even more exciting so yeah, yeah. i was very very happy and like really proud of him so yeah when he was crying on the podium i was like you're crying <laughs> i couldn't handle it like he was almost sobbing and seeing like carlos go over and be like man it was oh it was so sweet but also shout out to checo because my favorite part was the podium ceremony because i didn't see if max got the chance to but carlos and checo both went out of their way to shake the hands of like the little kids who were up there with their like parents I'm assuming to do it yeah. and so like they there was the royal the family yeah Prince and he Albert, like went out yeah. of his way to like shake the little boy's hand too and I was like oh like he seems so shy now but give it a couple years he'll be like holy cow that was cool he's a freaking royal so I mean still he's a kid like that was a cool experience but then again maybe I'm thinking from a very different standpoint but to me like maybe as a kid that wouldn't seem that cool but give me a couple of years I just I know what you mean I mean I've watched it basically my whole life so no matter which age me you are talking to <laughs> we would all have freaked out completely <laughs> I'm I still have hope for Austria in like a month or two it's like a good month from now on a month and a half some stuff like yeah that. <laughs> it's gonna be so exciting i can i can't wait to have your feedback and your experience from the track me too it will be so good i'm so happy about it 
So, well, Mick crashed and that obviously resulted in a red flag. Like, of course. Um, and then um, we had again a rolling start because we couldn't do a standing start and it kind of f***ed me, but it's okay. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden um, the clock started ticking. Yes, it was not laps anymore. It was just time. It was like, okay. Which, yeah, I think which it was other like races, 35. Which other races was with the time? I don't remember. I think the last one was 2017, if you don't count like last year's spa. But we don't count mm-hmm. that because they were like... Eyes oh, apart. There was not a race. <laughs> you know what I mean? The last race where the clock started ticking was, I think, 2017. But yeah. I could be wrong on that one. Okay, but it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I have, I, I want to like slightly get a little off topic really quickly. So as we saw, Kimmy's going to be appearing in a NASCAR race. And can I just say, I left 30 minutes from the North Carolina, like the Charlotte's Motor Speedway which has the Coca-Cola 600 and every part of me is praying that Kimmy decides I'm going to do a year in NASCAR because I could go to the Coca-Cola 600 and see Kimmy Raikkonen and I think I would die if that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not an F1. It's not the same. It's going to be a bunch of like middle-aged men drinking beer, but it would still be such a sick experience. So I, I want to get on topic and also say congrats to former F1 driver Marcus Erickson for winning the Indy 500 with IndyCar and Pato Award got second in IndyCar. So Woo! it was a good weekend for Mexico, wasn't it? It guys? was a great weekend for Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just a very, very interesting weekend. And fun fact, yesterday night, I struggled to fall asleep because we didn't buy headphones or like things to reduce the noise. And because we thought we were just crazy and we would do perfectly well being be, technically the track was there and we were just a few meters away from the track. So we were super close and we heard the cars super well. But so we heard it all day because we heard F1, uh, F2, F1, um, Porsche Cup or whatever that was. I swear at night when there was silence, I could hear in my head like the noise, the F1 cars. I was like, meow. I was like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. And I already had a huge, massive headache. And so that didn't help because that brought my headache back. I was like, just let me sleep. I love it, but please another time. <laughs> I just had the noise, but the perfect copy of the noise, like in my head. That was crazy. I didn't know that could happen, but apparently it does. <laughs> I mean, there's counting sheep, but this gives you the unique opportunity as you fall asleep to instead of counting sheep, count F1 cars. Yeah. Every time we hear one, you'll be like one, two. <laughs> Three. faster faster is that it's like okay it's, when you make that sound effect it kind of sounds like a cat <laughs> but another thing that we realized with my dad um that's something we didn't really catch when we were when we we're watching on on the screen is the difference between um the sound that two cars make 
Um, for example, the Ferrari is the sound that it makes when it passes by. When it passes by, it's very it's higher, while mm -hmm. the Red Bull is like lower, and that's something we didn't realize when we were watching on the screen. And you could really hear the difference. And like, okay, that's a Ferrari, and that's a Red Bull because the sound is way different. So that's interesting. Not, that's, that's not so a fun cool. fact that I didn't know. Yeah, me neither. Is it possible that the Ferrari was like close to shifting the gear again and the Rebel just had just gifted shifted the gear? You know what I mean? Like when you start a car, you you're uh when you're just shifted the gear, the car is lower, but when you speed up and you need to shift again, the car mm -hmm. gets higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I it just at that moment it was At the exact same moment, it was two different noises, two different okay. sounds. So I just found it like weird and funny. It was like with we I looked at my dad, I was like, Do you hear the same thing? And we looked at each other, it's like, this is not the same sounds, like how huh, weird. But you'll probably hear it um if you're you're going to the GP. You'll 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 hear that for sure. Okay. So yeah, another little fun fact. I'm so jealous um, of you all. <laughs> We'll go to GP one day when we're gonna be in the United States. We'll go together. I want to so bad. I gotta wear my red cowgirl boots somewhere. I have to join you in that GP, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna put Danny Rick to shame. He thinks he can pull out the the cowboy boots. I will. I will do him up or like do him one better. <laughs> that was really difficult for me, and I don't know why. <laughs> Well, yeah, so after the race, um, Ferrari protested against Red Bull because they claimed that Checo and Max um, like left, like oh, went over the yellow pit exit line. Um, they quickly dismissed Checo um, on that left, but they did take a closer look to... Um, max but the thing is they they were talking about it and you know how um you know how the rules changed that you cannot even like touch it mm -hmm. you could touch it i think last year you could touch the line but um you could not go over it completely and this year the normal regulations will be that you cannot touch it um but the race director like said um well yeah but they the race notes that i have for this weekends are basically just copy and paste it from last year so um i don't have that rule here um so they basically came together and agreed that max did not cross anything for the sake of the rule thing <laughs> i think like that's what i heard I get why Ferrari did it, but I feel like winning it over a formality in the very, very end when you don't even get to be on the podium, I feel like for Charles, like getting podium that way would not even be like, yeah, it wouldn't mean the same thing. Like, I feel like even though it might try to be a consolation prize, it wouldn't be the same. Definitely. Like that's, I don't think that's how he wants to get on the podium in his hometown. Yeah. I mean. I can also definitely understand why they did it, but I rewatched it and I feel like 
uh, when Max came out of the pit, his car just like slided like a tiny bit, not even like really slided where you could say, oh my God, he was just way too fast. So his car slided. No, he was not that fast. He just like a tiny bit. It felt like he just slided for a half a second. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was so easy to do with the, the so much rain. Yeah, it was like, you know, especially I think it was when they put on slicks. I think it was when they put on slicks. So you you they put on slicks and you know there were still like wet patches. Mm-hmm. So when you drive over a wet patch with slicks, you have little to no chance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But another thing that we saw with my dad, like my dad kept saying, oh my God, there's suicidal. Like seriously, we were right after La Rascasse. So it was right before the finish, like start line. And so right after they start again, like that's where we were. And in the rain is even more impressive. And they were going so fast. And we took that road, but in our normal car at like 50 kilometers per hour. And my dad kept saying, oh my God, I mean, that's crazy what these dudes are doing because you don't truly real, I mean, you know this when you're watching on the screen, but in real life, you're like, oh my God, these dudes are crazy, mate. And it's like, wow. So that's another thing that like came out of this weekend. It's like, they're just literally crazy. Shout out to the loved ones of F1 drivers. I have mm-hmm. so much respect for them. Yeah. My anxiety could not handle it. Oh no. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that seems to wrap up the mild chaos that was Monaco. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just close it up fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, there was um an ad at our grocery store today about these like alcoholic beverages. Um, and they only have 92 calories, the whole can. And I was like, oh yeah, a lemon and grapefruit and stuff like that. So I bought two to like um taste it. <laughs> it's awful <laughs> I, 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 I'd rather have like 250 calories a can with like tasteful stuff and not that oh Jesus that was <laughs> I was camping for a whole weekend in the middle of nowhere and all I bought was my like all we had was my mom bought a bunch of those like 90 calorie alcohol drinks and that's all I could drink and I was like this tastes like garbage anyways that is I'm drinking it why do you keep drinking it if you hate it (laughs) I I feel like if I could drink enough of it it would (laughs) start to get better no that's what you switch to when you've already been had enough drinks that you're drunk and you can't taste it anymore oh guess who needs a beer now
do you just have a fridge near you? Yeah, we have a fridge in the office and it's full of alcohol and energy drinks. All the stuff that you don't want your kids to like reach, we have in the office fridge now. But cheer your girl. <laughs> but we now have to close because I need something to open my beer. I don't have a lighter or something Just to use open your it. teeth, girl. Just use the teeth. Use yeah no okay it was such a pleasure to have you again this week at the global girls podcast um please excuse this little outburst of me (laughs) um we'll hear you see you whatever again next week um maybe we'll play a little game again because it will be a non-race week if i recall that correctly we should like play a little game. So if you have an idea for that, please do let us know on our Instagram. Um, just DM us or something would be really appreciated. And as always, check out our socials. And that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Have an amazing Bye.